live from Fort Bragg's backyard. This is the show that put the 110 Nation on the map. There is only one nation, the 110 Nation. And you're listening to the 110 Nation Sports Show. Covering each and every sport across the board. There is no sport too large or too little. It's time to talk the talk. Here we go. Here's the man, the founder, and your host, Mr. CJ Sports. to the 110 Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow me at Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, the 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. And also check out our site, www.the110nationsports.com for all the latest going on here at the 110 Nation. I had a bring for it there. Uh, trying to get ahead of myself. So I want to make sure that I thank Carolina Sports Plus and more to music. Without these great marketing partners, we wouldn't be able to do what we do or grow the way we grow. So I want to thank them. All you got to do is go over to the site, www.110nationsports.com. On the main page, the front page, all you do, all you got to do is go at the very bottom, click on their banner. Um, on the articles, all you got to do is go to the right-hand side, click on the banner. Um, Carolina Sports Plus to take care of all your sport, uh, sporting merch, yeah, all your sports merchandising needs. Yeah. Um, and uh, looking for a DJ, wedding party, um, any kind of uh, special occasion, all you do is uh, hit up uh, More to Music by clicking the banner or go to more, the number two, music.com. Uh, I'm afraid if somebody pinches me, I'm going to wake up. But I really need somebody to pinch me and make sure that this is true. This time tomorrow night, the NFL season begins. I, I didn't honestly think we would get here. <laughs> we have been so deprived of sports. And, and then, unfortunately, these sports, not all of them, but some of them have allowed politics to interfere to the point that nobody wants to watch. Enters the NFL. Hopefully we keep the politics out of it. And hopefully we get some good action. It's going to be different. Lord have mercy. They're going to be different. No no fans. I, I think that some of the games, they got uh, restricted. I know uh, restricted amounts. I know um, Governor DeWine here in Ohio has said that they're going to do a two-game trial. The Battle of Ohio, they're going to allow um, fans at, at both the, the Browns and Bengals game, um, the one in Cincinnati, the one in Cleveland, uh, max capacity is 6,000. They're going to basically have 1,500 people spread across uh, all four sides um, as far as they can, and that's going to be the trial run. So we'll see how that goes. But it's going to be different. Um, there's going to be no loud, um, <laughs> no loud 
hard, having troubles hearing counts and audibles and everything else and, and the noise playing the factor or getting the momentum. There, there's nothing like watching the Green Bay Packers and watching them go crazy and then be able to jump, do the Lambo leap. There's nothing like being watching the Browns playing and the, the dog pound getting into it or Oakland and the black hole. Uh, well, I guess Las Vegas. I don't even know if they got a black hole anymore. Um, the Saints and how loud it gets in their their dome. Um, just different different stadiums and how the fans have helped impact, made a difference. Um, and how difficult it can be at times when the fans are loud and, and they kind of have a part in the outcome of the game. It's going to be different. <laughs> it's going to be different. I don't care what, what kind of fake noise or what the, the game plan is with that. I'm not even 100% sure, but it's not even going to be anywhere close. I'm sure if there is there there's a limit and an agreed upon to what volume and to how long and everything else is it's not going to be like actually being and hearing it. Um, Soldier Field, um, just different. I, I just try to think of many different uh, games and um, fans being being loud. Um, not going to have that. It's going to be different. To to be able to really hear almost everything going on, at least with the fans and all the all the stuff going on, usually that kind of muffles out a lot of things that we normally wouldn't hear, maybe uh, probably not going to need to hear. I have a feeling we're going to hear a little more cussing than usual because uh, it's going to be loud. Like the, There's nobody there. <laughs> That would be interesting. Um, I didn't think we would get here, though. I, I honestly, once college football started pulling the plug in different conferences, honestly, all, I thought all the conferences were going to, to crumble into this, and we got college football starting on Saturday, thank God. Um then you had the NBA and them complaining about the luxurious, luxurious um, bubble that they have and just how much of an inconvenience it is to live the rich life. But anyway, um, and then with the politics and some of the worst ratings and, and playoffs and nobody's really even paying attention, um, it was kind of hit and miss and the boycott garbage and you wondered how that was going to. And then you got baseball. It seems like there for a while, every time you turned around, games were being postponed. Players were opting out of the season. Seemed like one or the other, the odds of the uh, major league baseball having finished the season that they attempted to, to complete anyway. It looked like the odds were dropping one after another, and but still here we are. So I, I just didn't think that we would actually get a football season started. I'm not, I started doing previews, and I stopped when I got rid. There was a lot of talks players now wanting to do this and everything else. And like I said, uh, Monday night was uh, we're sitting there talking about the schedule, and like you know. When, when when are the football games? Uh, Miss Brandy asked me. 
I said, I think the beginning of October, end of September, beginning of October, something like that. I think I might have said end of September. I was like, yeah, well, well, let's just look it up. And I looked it up, and I was like, holy Nike. Game's in two days, actually, or three days. Um, I think it was Monday night that we were discussing this. Caught me way off guard. So um, I, I just, back of my mind, I just didn't think we would get to this day. And, and so I just really haven't invested a lot of time or, or um, concerns to it. And then here we are. Thursday, the season kicks off. So uh, looking forward to this. Um, as always, every year, I do my, my football picks. And I, then I use my picks to um, turn in for my football pool sheet. So I'm actually going to write these down as we go. But, uh, you know, the goal is always 75%. Most seasons, I, I pretty dig on close. A few seasons I've been over. You see, in the season or two, I was way under. I'm usually I'm about dead on, and I love it when I'm dead on or above because that means I've usually won a couple different weeks of football. So that means I've paid for the season and got a little return on it. So that's, that's always a good thing. That's why 75% is uh, the minimum that I want to be in the win-loss column. Uh, last year was a rough year with it. I think I was well into 75%, but it seemed like the week that I only had one loss or two loss, I'm going to go perfect. So um, I couldn't I could never catch a break. So we'll, we'll see how this season uh, we'll see how this season goes. Um, Thursday night we got the uh, Houston Texans and Kansas City Chiefs, and I, I think that I yeah I was watching something on NFL Network earlier, and somebody feels that Deshaun Watson is going to throw more touchdowns to or more touchdowns than uh, Patrick Mahomes. I still see that happening. Um, I, I don't even see this being a close game. Um, you got a, a decent running back on the Houston side with David Johnson. That's what you got in return for DeAndre Hopkins. You got Deshaun Watson, who's not really playing for anything. He done got his extension and doesn't really have much of a receiving core of a team around him. That's why he's always running all around the place. So... I mean, obviously, he's not about winning a championship where he wouldn't have took the contract he took and build, help be able to have money to build a team around him and, and maybe go get a key receiver. But uh, he's he's made what makes a difference. <laughs> Defense, uh, one of the worst last year. And horrible for the detection. <laughs> I mean, they made the playoffs, but that, that was there's a reason why they gave up a 24 nothing lead. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs that are bringing pretty much the whole team back. The team that came back from 24 nothing, team that came back from like every deficit in the playoffs, and they had to come back from a deficit in the playoffs, going to win the Super Bowl. Um, you can say the same thing about Patrick Mahomes; he got paid, but I, I think. That situation is more of, I think, now the bar is set. And so now before Mahomes was playing loose because he had nothing to lose, like, okay, 
you know, I'm on a rookie contract. Nobody's expecting us to go to the Super Bowl. Now you don't want the Super Bowl, and now you got this 10-year massive contract. Now you, there's a certain level you have to play at every night. There's just no be able to be loose and then whatever happens, happens kind of thing because now now there's expectations. And like I said, I, I Chiefs, I think at some point we'll get tired of the contract as well possibly. Uh, we'll, we'll get five, six years down the road and you've not produced another Super Bowl. Made all the playoffs, maybe missed a playoff, but how long does Kansas City stay happy by making him by far the most paid player in the NFL and you're not producing Super Bowls. You're not producing Super Bowl uh, wins. Um, I, I just, I like I said, Monday night, I, I just feel this is going to end bad. It's not going to be a happy river until death was part of marriage here. Um, but I think his scenario is different where, yes, you could say he has nothing to play for, but he does. He he has to live to a certain standard now, and I, I don't think it's going to be as good as last year, even though now that's the standard, that's the benchmark, that's what you got paid for. Now that it's expected and now the pressure, I don't expect him to have another year like last year. I, I think he'll have good seasons, but I don't think he'll have a season like he did last last year. But you have the returning team. You, you, you brought almost everybody back. You are the most out the gate, ready to go, complete team in the NFL. And, therefore, if Houston would have done some upgrades in the wide receiving position and gave Deshaun Watson some better targets or more targets, I think this game would have been close. It still would have been Kansas City. But since Houston didn't really move forward, I think this is going to be a horribly lopsided game, and this is not what the NFL was expecting or hoping when they they made the schedule they they were hoping that this this would be a an extension of last year's playoffs but it, that's just not what's going to happen. Um we got Seattle going into Atlanta. Um you know it's hard to pick the Atlanta Falcons it seems like every year it's the same roller coaster ride. Either they they start off slow and then they get they finish hot, and either they they they're hot long enough at the end of the season they make the playoffs, then fall short, or they didn't get hot long enough and they still fell short of the playoffs, or they come out the gate blazing glory, but about mid season it all starts to fall apart and. Either they barely made the playoffs and knocked out, or they don't make the playoffs. It's, it's just a roller coaster ride. You got Seattle, who uh, is looking real strong. Um, they continue to look strong. Um, they continue to put pieces around Russell Wilson. Um, I'm gonna go with Seattle going into Atlanta, and no, no longer do you have to worry about the, the fans and again allowed in Atlanta. Um, a lot of teams are going to be thankful when they go to Seattle, and I've got to worry about the 13th man out there as well. But uh, I think Seattle is a better team and a team that is really out the gate to uh, um, win a game. And I think uh, Atlanta is going to get a, a good smack in the face. And, and what needs 
to be fixed. And I, I think Atlanta, Atlanta will be a team that kind of slowly builds their momentum as they're going to have to make the adjustments. Um, it just there's no expectations versus normally after a few preseason games there's expectations and then they gotta make those adjustments and it's just a roller coaster ride. Um, next we go to uh, Buffalo for the Jets and Buffalo. Um, no doubt in my mind that Buffalo at home. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll ever get to a point that I can really purely pick the Jets to win a game, uh, but uh, Buffalo's gonna continue to. Uh, Continue to improve um, off last last season. Um, first game against the Jets at home gives them an opportunity to kind of this is kind of almost a preseason for Buffalo. I regular, but it's preseason. It's a warm up game for whoever they got next. Uh, the Jets. They there's a lot of things can be said about a, a lot of different teams at different times, and Browns is one of those, especially. That they just uh, like they just bite off their hand to do. I I don't know. Like they, they probably just keep going in circles and can't seem to uh, fix things and the turmoil and the stuff going on in the locker room and everything else. And you know, the same thing about the Jets. Um, that that whole atmosphere that that. Someone needs to be in charge that is going to change the the attitude, the the uh, the atmosphere, the uh, what I'm looking for in, in the locker room. That it needs to it need to re- resemble more of a team like Kansas City, New England, Seattle that got their their stuff together, teams that are all on the same sheet instead of everybody on. You, you just lost one of your best defensive players in the offseason because you couldn't get this right. And things are just going to – you have a good quarterback, an opportunity to have a quarterback that will develop into something good for Sam Darnold, and you just can't seem to get out of your own way and let him develop. Now he's farther – that much further behind his class with Baker Mayfield. Um, I think Josh Allen as well. Um, you you had your opportunity here, and you're you're just going in circles. Uh, Chicago headed into Detroit. Um, it's going to be an interesting interesting matchup. Um, spend that money. You brought Nick Foles into Chicago, and yet it looks like you're going to go with Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> I was glad the Browns never. I never understood what the hype was around a quarterback out of the ACC. And I, I can't even name the last time, the last quarterback that came out of the ACC that did really anything. I I, I guess you kind of throw Russell Wilson because it's kind of a mixture of uh, um, NC State slash Wisconsin. Um, the, the to my point, there's not really a lot of quarterbacks that have accomplished at least in recent years. And you're talking about North Carolina. It, it wasn't like you won a national title or, or even won a significant bowl. And you play against teams like Boston College and Duke 
and Wake Forest, like, <laughs> anybody's going to look alike Superman. Hell, look at Geno Smith when he played for West Virginia in that conference. God, they made him look like Superman, and he was straight garbage. <laughs> look at Jameson Winston playing in the ACC. What has he really done? <sighs> Threw up a bunch of interceptions and a bunch of yards. Big whoop-de-doo. <laughs> He's going to be passed around until he finally – decides to call it quits. So I, I never see him have another starting job. Unless somebody gets hurt, I, I think he'll only be brought on a team to be a backup, and that's going to be his career. And that's what it should have been. But played in the ACC, and you look good. You get more of a – and there's a lot of busts. Don't get me wrong, but you get a better um, – get a better read out of a quarterback that comes out of the Big Ten or out of the SEC quarterbacks that play against top-ranked colleges, the, the the players they get to play against more four- and five-star players, um, your Ohio State, your Penn State, your Michigan State, your Michigan, your Wisconsin, your Nebraska, your Alabama, your uh, LSU, your Florida, your Georgia. Like, there's, there's a lot. Um, uh top programs and so you kind of get a, a better reading of players and whether or not they're going to succeed or not and, and Mitch didn't really do anything for Carolina not nothing that that was that standout-ish that it, there, there was such a buzz about him and I think until the Bears decide that they'll put their tail between the legs and like, you know what, we did screw up on this one. We 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 wasted a draft pick. We're gonna we're gonna have to suck our pride and, and move on. So you ready to do that, this is gonna be an up and down ride and it's not gonna end well. Uh Detroit at home, um no better way to kinda of get your season the <laughs> season uh Started and underway, get to play the Chicago Bears. But I got the, uh, the Detroit Lions. Green Bay heads into Minnesota. Um, I think we see good things out of Green Bay. I, I think Green Bay takes the uh, the NFC North. Um, I, I think uh, Jones in this offseason has really gotten himself in shape, and I, I expect a lot of good things out of the backfield. And – Aaron Rodgers, to me, is kind of like Tom Brady and even Peyton Manning. He, he can make receivers look good. He can – he can, and, he, and even Brett Favre, look what he did to uh, the receivers, what Diggs and uh, whoever else was there in Minnesota. That there were receivers that weren't talked about a lot until that season. And then after that season, the contract, I think, uh, right, if any rights or – I don't think any rights was the other one. Um, but then now there's been contracts, and I think that was like the really big contracts right after that season. But that's not to the whole point. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, with his arm, can make the screen look good and, and better than maybe they truly are. But he gets good productivity. He gets maximum out of them. Um, I like the, the Green Bay Packers. I think Green Bay Packers are going to be a team that is deep and late into the playoffs. Um, I, I just see them really having things to go this season. I have been going into um, Minnesota and beating the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Next, we got the uh, Miami Dolphins. 
in New England. Um, this is going to be weird. This this is definitely going to be different to, you know, as far back as I can remember when it comes to the New England Patriots. I, I remember going to a house. Um, I think Brant turns it. Brant Pike turns into Brant, but it was a house um, just after Brant Pike crosses over. I don't even know. I do even need more. Um, I don't know if this Brandy's listening in. She would be able to tell me what, what road it exactly is. But once you cross over, there was a house on the left-hand side in the 84 when the Bears won the Super Bowl. Um, and, and big screen TVs were kind of a big deal thing back A big deal back then. Uh, we went to a house over there. We watched the Super Bowl. And I picked the New England Patriots just because my mom was a Bears fan, and I would just root against her. I, at that point, knew Browns a little bit, football, um, but I, I wasn't really, I was six years old, so I wasn't really knowledgeable or anything else. Um, I remember I remember Drew Brees, or uh, I'm sorry, Drew Bledsoe was a quarterback for them, but I vaguely remember it. I just know, I just remember him being a quarterback for the New England Patriots. And outside of that, I only remember Tom Brady. Like, I, did you actually physically remember? I don't even remember the quarterback for the Patriots in the 84 Super Bowl or even remember anything about the Super Bowl other than it was the Bears just killed the Patriots. Um, but Brady's really the only quarterback that I ever truly remember playing. Well, it is the only one I remember playing. And really about the only quarterback I remember outside of really Drew Bledsoe's name or, or – quarterback period to play as uh, for the, the, the New England Patriots. Not counting the, the season that Brady went down and they uh, went uh, with Matt Castle. Not counting um, when he had to serve his four-game suspension. I'm talking about legitimately regular season that, like, I just don't. And so to go into this season with the New England Patriots and no Tom Brady, that is going to be extremely different. It's going to be crazy to watch this game or, or pop it up on red zone and then bounce it back and forth. A football game without a stadium full of Patriots fans, without Tom Brady, and with Cam Newton as a quarterback. That is going to be like the most – like I've entered the twilight zone. What do you want that said? Miami is such a weapon. They're such a hot mess. I kind of feel bad for them. Like, they're, they're not dysfunctional like the Jets, but it just, it's like they can't get it together. Like, you, you've had different opportunities, and I don't know. I, I knew the whole Tannehill, and I, I say that, and Tannehill's doing good in, in Tennessee, but I, I knew that, and that's more of Derrick Henry coming into his own and kind of making the defense respect the run game. And so I kind of changed up things and made things a little bit easier. Not that Tannehill's, you know, will win us with the numbers. But knew that that wasn't – you're talking about a punter changed a quarterback and you draft him high in the first round and like, he's not been a quarterback that long. They, you, you invested a lot of faith in a, in a, a high draft pick on what used to be a punter, now is a quarterback. Um, 
I, I just didn't see that being a good thing. And it just seems that until you happen to land on that franchise quarterback, that quarterback that's going to be they use your Patrick Mahomes or your Aaron Rodgers or your Tom Brady, I, until you find one of those, I, I think the Dolphins are going to continue to have this never-ending circle and it's going to keep cycling around over and over. Um, so even with no fans, even with no Tom Brady, even with Cam Newton, I see the Patriots pulling it off and winning at home uh, against the Miami Dolphins. Next is uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington football team. It even says it on there, Washington football team. I don't think that's ever going to get old, and I guess it's a good thing that either there's very minimum fans or no fans, because I can imagine what the signs would be like uh, when fans come to the football game, especially the opposing team, the, the jokes, the memes. It's going to be on this year. Um, Washington, it's a mess. Um, I feel bad for Haskins, um, our, our very own Ohio State player, should have stayed another season or two. You wouldn't have been stuck with Washington. That's all I could say. Um, you got issues all the way from the top and all the scandal and sexual stuff going on. That's been a distraction. And removing the football team, now you're going to have nobody or next to nobody in your stadium and you the three-ring circus show. Nothing really really wants to be a part of. And this is just going to be a horrible season for Washington until they figure all this out. And Philadelphia is going to win in Washington. And just shame because that's one of those stadiums that the fans help kind of dictate things. They get pretty loud there. Next is Las Vegas uh, Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders um, and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, officially, no longer Cam. Moved on, moved forward. Um, Oakland, uh, does he see how hard it is? Already got me saying Las Vegas, or Oakland instead of Las Vegas. Um, Las Vegas, I just, when they finally get to the end, end game here and we get to see why it was good to get rid of Amari Cooper, why it was good to get rid of Khalil Mack, why it's it's been one after another, why you – you thought bringing in Antonio Brown would have been good. Like, I, until all the end game, we're going to be sitting here questioning it. I want to see I, – I, I want to see this master plan that Green has got because it's not going well and it's not been fun to watch. And it's – unless your team's playing them. And then this one, um, I got Carolina at home start off the season. I think uh, the Raiders will get an opportunity to really get a true true feeling of where they're at and what really needs to be worked on. Um, next is Indianapolis and Jacksonville. Um, a lot of changes in, in these teams um, over the last couple seasons, especially. Uh, wow, this is going to be an interesting and tough game. Is this just the pieces? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably shock a lot of people, and I'm probably gonna get this wrong, but I, I think I might shock a lot of people with this. I'm gonna go to Jacksonville. I, I something tells me at home. Um, I, I think they're just a little bit more along with getting prepared for this. 
um, than the uh, um, Indianapolis Colts start off this season. Next, we got. I'm so tired of hearing about the Baltimore Ravens. I am so ready to be right once again when it comes to quarterbacks. And these defenses studied uh, Lamar Jackson, and he does generally squat. The same thing happened with Cam Newton. Came out, blazed the glory. Watched the defenses adjusted and learned and everything else, and really they made him throw the ball more and took the run game away from him. So, and we know he can't throw. It went downhill. Same thing went with uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick. Can't really throw. That's the reason why he still ain't got a contract. And all this stuff went on. And soon as all this went down and the George Floyd thing, you know, all, all these people, you know, he should be signed. He should, all these players, all the, what has still not happened? Because <laughs> it had nothing to do with color. It had to do with the fact that he wanted starting quarterback pay and he is a backup at best, maybe third-string quarterback. And then nobody wants a backup quarterback or third-string quarterback with all the baggage that comes along with that. And, and so he's not been signed. But defenses, when he first came out and took over for Alex Smith, it was run all over the place. Not really throwing, just run all over the place. Once the defenses adjusted, learned, what happened? That was the end of that. RG3 came out, first season, looking great, running all over the place. What happened when defenses adjusted? Now he can't stay healthy. Um, the defenses know him that well. Lamar Jackson is going to be another one of those quarterbacks. Run around all day long until the defenses learn you. Once those defenses learn you and adjust and look how fast those quarterbacks are, how strong and fast the linebackers are now, and the defensive end. This ain't the 70s and 80s where you had big 275, 300-pound and, and just trying to push everybody over. Now you've got lean, strong 250, 260 defensive ends, middle linebackers that are fast, that, that are faster than your running backs. And, and – it's, it's not a good thing. And, and so I see the production of Lamar Jackson. I, I, I'm glad to see that nobody was stupid enough to put them in the Super Bowl. Everybody's got their, their, their eyes set on um, Kansas City still. They, everybody feels that they're going back to the Super Bowl and winning. Um, I'm a little bit biased on this as well. I, I think uh, I think a little, maybe a little bit more highly of the Browns than most people, and it is my Browns, but – Every other year, I have been more critical of my Browns than any anybody else that I, I've listened to, talked to, because um, I didn't see it, I, and I was wanting to be more realistic. I think this year I have I'm being realistic and, and have more um, more of a right to feel that they are better than a lot of people are getting, giving them credit for. I think at least ten on. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we won the division. Um, I, I think if we don't win the division, we'll still have double-digit double, double digit wins and we'll be the top seed of the wild card. But we either were tied for the – and it came down to a tiebreaker or we're going to be right, right there with whoever um, whoever is in the running for the AFC North. If we still live in Baltimore or just Baltimore. I don't see Baltimore being as good as I just don't see it. The Browns have made a lot of good moves in the offseason, new head coach, um, and, and have just added pieces all around. Just signed an extension with Cream Hunt for two more years. So uh, that that's going to be a, a permanent fixture with the, the Cleveland Browns to uh, pair up with Chubb. 
and also at the slot receiver position to pair up with uh, Landry and Odell Beckham. They went out and got uh, Hoop, uh, Hopper, Cooper, Hooper, whatever, uh, from uh, Atlanta to, to give him a, another target. I just, there's a lot of pieces. Um, and the defense only got better in the offseason and got Miles Garrett back. I'm taking Cleveland in Baltimore as my pick, and I have way more confidence in that pick than I have with Jacksonville, Carolina, um, New England, Detroit, and Seattle picks. So I am very confident in that one. <laughs> um, San Diego. Well, there we go. We screwed up again. Los Angeles. Switch it on back. Um, Los Angeles Chargers at Cincinnati. This is the same old Starry Bengals that needs to be part of the, the, the Kentucky. Um, let Kentucky have it. Let them have the bank. Um, Burroughs, you're riding off a championship that you probably shouldn't have been the number one draft pick. And honestly, if the calls wouldn't have been so horribly bad and lopsided and gave Clemson the win over Ohio State, you got the easier of the two matchups. If you had played Ohio State, I don't think you would have looked so good. And I don't think it would have turned out in your favor. Um, and you got a lot to learn. I think you rushed through this whole process. Maybe you should have stayed. Um, but you just didn't get no no, no place out of it. And you just happened to have a run and Alabama had a whoopsie. Um, and so now here you are starting for one of the worst franchises in the entire NFL against San Diego, who has Bosa, who, who the, the, that offense is, is going to light up the, the Cincinnati. I don't think this game is even going to be close. I'm taking the Chargers in Cincinnati. I'm going to write that so it's legible there. Tampa Bay, New Orleans. This is going to be an interesting game, both of these teams, especially since uh, um, Tampa Bay picked up Fournette um, throughout this week. So now you got a solid running back. You got Tom Brady, you got Gronkowski, you got the excellent receivers out there um, against the New Orleans Saints, Thomas Kamara. Um, it's going to be an interesting game. Um, I'm going – oh, God, this is probably going to be the toughest game to pick. This is the game that is probably going to win or lose um, football pools and probably even uh, fantasy uh, football for this week and maybe even for the season, depending on how tight the, the league is. Um, cause this game really could go either way. On, on paper, they are as – the only difference is Tampa Bay has not got the experience together. They definitely have the experience uh, on that side of the field. Um, I just don't know if they are able to put it all this together that quick. I mean, it is Tom Brady. Um, I'm shaking with this. I'm, I'm going to go with the Saints. I might end up regretting it. Um, I just don't think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will have it all together. We still want against the New York State team. If they would open the season uh, against uh, really almost anybody, well, I don't even know anybody else, any other division. I don't, I don't know if the NFC North is a good or uh, South is a good example, any other team, because I, I don't know if all three teams are pretty solid. So um, I, I think Tampa Bay would have benefited if they would have had a, an easy, maybe a Washington team to play or a Chicago team to play um, week one. Um, it would have been a little more ideal for them. 
Um, next, you got the uh, Cardinals and the 49ers. I was watching the NFL Network earlier, and they felt that this was going to be a high-scoring game, and the Cardinals are going to have to score. And I'm sort of thinking the 49ers have a, a really good defense. Um, that's kind of what kind of helped Jimmy uh, Jimmy G along and making it to the Super Bowl. He didn't have to throw up a bunch of yards. He didn't have to throw up a bunch of touchdowns because his defense wasn't allowing um, I I don't see the Cardinals run up the score. I don't care that they have DeAndre Hopkins there. Um, that doesn't change the 49er defense. Um, I, I and I just don't see it being a high-scoring game, and I don't see Arizona winning the game. Um, I will take the 49ers at home. I, I can't believe how many people are already so set on the 49ers being the NFC representative of the Super Bowl. Um. I'm just curious, and then Michael Irvin on this next game. I already calling the, the Dallas Cowboys to the Super Bowl. I, I that dude, he, he needs to really stay off of whatever he's been on all these years because it's just not happening. You, you got Dak and the whole contract thing. Um, that's just a distraction and a half within itself. Travel, I, I'm gonna give you this week because I, I don't know those Rams. <laughs> you put a team together that was supposed to kill everybody. Like you, you went out and got all these defensive players. You had Sue. You you had um, Donald. You had uh, Ramsey. You had um, Lord. I can't think of his name. Played for Jacksonville before he went over there. Flowers, um, or Flowers Powers, whatever it is. You had all the then on offense. You you got the receivers. You had Gurley. Um, you had Jared Goff. Like this team was supposed to win the Super Bowls and. And now contracts are coming up, and now you're going to have to start spending money. And you've already lost Gurley. You've already lost Sue. You've already lost Powers. You've already lost Rand. Like, uh, this is not like, how did you, how did this pass you that quick? And you have nothing to show for it. Like, you had, <laughs> it was there. I And I understand you, you got screwed on some bad calls, but. I no, actually, you got over on the call. The Saints are the ones that got screwed on the call. And then, um, I'm gonna give you the Cowboys this week. Uh, you got some of the top receivers in the league. You got Zeke back there. Um, I mean, that was a good thing. Dallas going to make the playoffs. Going to have that to to show for in his negotiations. Super Bowl? Nah, that ain't happening. Ain't winning no Super Bowl. Um, next, you got the Steelers traveling traveling to New York for the Giants. Um, Steelers looking really good. Got Big Ben back. Um, defense looking good. Um, coaching staff all intact. I, I think that the Steelers go into New York. Um, still young, still putting things together. Um, Barkley doing his great things, but you still got a young quarterback. Um, you're still kind of moving forward. No Beckham. Uh, it was big pieces. Eli Manning gone. It was a big pieces that you lost. And it's going to take a while to get back to where you was at. And Steelers all night long, <laughs> Sunday night. Um, then to wrap up the week, we got the Tennessee um, Titans, Denver Broncos. Uh, Tennessee had an opportunity to take down Kansas City. It was one of those teams that you had your chance, and then you let the Chiefs come back from a deficit. Um, 
strong team. I, I think they carry momentum into this year. I think that they are um, going to be a tough team to beat in the uh, AFC South. I don't know if I see anybody um, beating them in, in this division this year. I, I just don't see Jacksonville, the, the uh, um, Colts, or Houston being a team that really can run toe-to-toe with uh, um, toe-to-toe with the Tennessee Titans. Um, Denver, I don't have enough confidence in their whole – you would have thought by now they would have found themselves since Payne, Payne Manny retired, but it seems like they just can't find themselves. Um, they'll, they'll eventually – John and will finally uh, get them together and they'll finally uh, they'll get back on their winning ways. But I got the uh, Tennessee Titans uh, Monday night um, – I don't know if it'll be a blowout or not, but I think it'll be a good game, regardless how close or not close it is. I think it'll be interesting and in a fun game. It's definitely be different to not having all those fans at Mile High Stadium as well. So um, that stadium is the same stadium. Uh, Baltimore Stadium doesn't. Carolina's too open field, and they're not loud. And Buffalo, that, that could have been a great thing to have fans. For that as well. Um, tomorrow night we got race chat live with Chris and Craig. Um, looking forward to uh, having them on and getting uh, us caught up in the uh, playoffs. As last Sunday they got the the season or the playoffs kicked off in Darlington. Uh, fun race to watch. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, of course, retiring this year from NASCAR, signed a two-year deal with Chip Canassi to go Indy racing. So, from what I heard reports, it was going to be like the road courses and stuff. Um, but uh, to see there's life after NASCAR and to spend, what, almost 20 years or so in NASCAR, then decided to go race in another racing league. Uh, we knew that Jimmy Johnson was a, a very healthy person and uh, does the uh, the triathlons and all that stuff. So, uh, he does a very good job of staying young and, uh, and healthy. So, obviously, um, what what no better person to be a candidate to at that age, you know, have a two year contract is uh Jim Johnson definitely uh, take care of them, takes care of himself. Um, like I said tomorrow night though we got race chat live. I'm, I know that's gonna be a topic conversation. I know there's the auto club I think it was the auto club. One of them was uh, talking about making a half mile short track um somewhere on their track. No, I think uh, it was auto more um Auto Club, which I think is either a mile and a half or two mile track, so that would be interesting. But uh, these guys will get it all covered tomorrow night, so make sure you guys tune in to that. Um, I will be back in the studio Monday night uh, for the 110 Nation Sports Show right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. I want to make sure that I thank uh, Carolina Sports Plus and More to Music without these great marketing partners, and we wouldn't be able to do what we do or grow the way we grow. So I want to make sure I thank them. Also, make sure you guys give us a, a follow on Twitter at 110 Nation. Like us on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports, and check out our site, www.the110nationsports.com, for all the latest. Don't forget, tomorrow night, Race Chat Live, 8 p.m. Do not be late. Monday night, I'll be back in the studio for the 110 Nation Sports Show, 8 o'clock. Till next time. Thanks for listening to the 110 Nation Sports Show with Mr. CJ Sports. You are a part of the 110 Nation.
So be sure to visit the110nation.com for everything related to the show. You can follow CJ on Twitter at 110nation and on Facebook at 110nation Sports. Until next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.